0: support for WIPR's podcasts comes from Brightview Senior Living. Since 1999, Brightview has proudly served Greater Baltimore with vibrant, independent living, assisted living, memory care, and enhanced care. Find a community near you at brightviewseniorliving.com. When I was 27, I left a a long-term toxic relationship, and so I spent two years doing some soul-searching,
1: if you will. So I go up to him and I say, hey, you seem cool. I think we should be friends. And he said, I also think you seem cool. And I agree that we should be friends.
2: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Stoop Storytelling Series podcast. I'm Laura Wexler.
3: And I'm Jessica Hinken. And this week on the podcast, Love on Campus, two stories about love in college. Featuring avocado oil and green eggs and
2: graham. I had to write it that way because <laughs> I just love these stories. They're both so kooky and lovable. And um, and it's just really fun. Before we get to um, the stories, though, we want to thank Mend Acupuncture, which offers enjoyable and low-stress acupuncture in three locations in Baltimore. So visit them. And yeah, this first story. Oh gosh, I love this. Story. Um, so this this was shared. Actually, both the stories this um, week were audience storytellers. Um, by which we mean, um, they attended a show. In this case, um, a real life rom com show that we did at Baltimore Center Stage, and they put their names in our. Um, we we say hat, but it's really a bag. Oh, no, so it's just, now a box. Oh, it's now a I've box. Upgraded. They put. They put. <laughs> we've upgraded. <laughs> Our our audience vessel now has structure. Um, and they put their names in, and they were picked randomly to do this. And this we've said this before, but yeah, this we, this is one of our really favorite um aspects of the live shows because just anything is possible, and you get gems like this. So this first storyteller, the hilarious thing was right before the the intermission was over, and I was um standing at our table where we collect the audience storyteller names she put her name in reluctantly and then said um, you know if you call me can I say no and um, I said yeah yeah sure sure so then we called her and she said yes <laughs>
0: and she shared this story so Corey Duggins take a listen so this is funny because I have a crippling mm-hmm. fear of public speaking so um <laughs> So um, when I was 27, I left a a long-term toxic relationship, and so I spent two years uh, doing some soul-searching, if you will, and uh, at the end of that second year, I went to visit my sister in college. She's seven years younger than me, and uh, we went to a party, a friend of hers. She was on a break from her boyfriend at the time, and I think this person who was hosting the party was trying to court my sister. And he was hosting a party for his 22nd birthday, and it was called Green Eggs and Graham. His name was Graham. And uh, and so here I am, almost 29, at this weird college party. And, uh, and I see my sister makes out with this guy at one point. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And then the night goes on, I have some drinks, and I find myself sleeping on the floor in this person's bedroom while my sister sleeps in the bed with this man, boy, Graham. And uh, so that was that night. I know they didn't hook up because I was there on the floor in the bedroom. Um, Not a place you want to find yourself at 29 years old, but, you know, I was living my best life, and... uh, (laughs) So a couple weeks after that, my sister and I go to Florida to visit my aunt, and she, we're laying in bed together, and we're both texting this guy, Graham, and she says, you know, I'm going to get back together with Tim, but wouldn't it be funny if like, you ended up with Graham, because he's really cool, and if you married him, then he would always be in my life, and I'm like, hmm, that's unlikely to happen. Um, but fast forward to that May, this was March, and so May, I go back to her college campus and to another party, maybe at Graham's apartment, I can't recall, and that night I hooked up with Graham. So <laughs> so I was like, hmm, Graham might be my person. And then I go back the night that, you know, they graduate. I go up for her graduation. I end up again at Graham's apartment. We hook up again. And so... I thought, well, maybe there's something here, and um, I guess a few months after that, we we uh, solidified our union, decided we were going to be exclusive, and here we are, 12 years later. We have three young children. <laughs> He's seven years my junior, and that's not so common uh, when you know the, the woman is the elder in the relationship. So. Um, tonight, hearing these stories, I thought, you know, I guess I have a story that I want to share, and so thank you for receiving it. I
3: also just loved her, her delivery; was so dry. Yeah, and like she uh, said, you you mean she says she's so nervous, yeah. but she doesn't seem that. It yet. was amazing. Like, and just the buildup, and then yeah, oh god, I love it. This was such and a. And Green Eggs and Graham is and, now her husband yeah. and three kids. I just love that. <laughs> You did not see that coming. No. Okay. So before we move on to our next storyteller, we want to thank Baltimore Magazine.
2: Baltimore Magazine is um, on the web at com and on the newsstand. Okay. So
3: this uh, second audience storyteller, as Laura said, is Zach Rosen, who I've had the absolute pleasure of getting to know. Uh, he is a Yale drama graduate student. No, a graduate of the Yale Drama School. That's what I mean to say. Uh, And he moved back to this area. He's from this area. And he's just been, you know, getting parts at the Shakespeare Theater as like an understudy and doing murder mystery parties and just trying to make it as a working actor. We should have him do a murder mystery party for your birthday. Yeah, I know that. I don't want to do that. I've already planned it. <laughs> uh, and he does improv, which is near and dear to my heart, and that's how I got to know him. And he's just like so smart and so kind and so funny and um, and very very insightful. So, uh, but this story <laughs> may not necessarily reflect all of the attributes I just described of Zach, but many of them. <laughs> so, take a listen to Zach Rosen's love on
1: campus story. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Um, I'm Zach, and this is the story of the time I fell madly in love. Um, It's a strange story, uh, fair warning. Um, So uh, the beginning of my sophomore year, I took an intro theater class because I'm a theater person. And in this class, there was a guy who I thought looked pretty cute, um, like five o'clock shadow, little schleppy, my type. And uh, I thought, okay, cool, he seems like a cool person. And then proceeded to basically um, cease to exist for five weeks because I was playing um, Brutus in a production of Julius Caesar. Um, And then when I came out of that, I thought, okay, he's cool, he's cute, and also based off of how he behaves in theater class, which is weird, which is what you want from a theater kid, um, I thought, okay, I'm going to see if he wants to hang out. So I go up to him and I say, Hey, you seem cool. I think we should be friends. And he said, I also think you seem cool, and I agree that we should be friends. Um, let's hang out. I said, Cool. What do you want to do? He said, uh, There's a show happening at the local uh, grad student avant garde tiny theater. Uh, let's go see that this weekend. And I said, Sure. Um, Friday rolls around. We meet outside of the theater. We go inside together. We sit down. He's 21 because he's a senior, but he took a year off, so he's a super senior. Um, so he gets some wine Uh, we're just chilling Um, at one point he goes to the bathroom and someone from my theater class who saw us sitting down comes up to the table and says is this a date? and I said I don't know (laughs) um and then we watch the theater, we watch the show, which is a modern adaptation of the Crucible set in in a high school amongst high school girls. And it's horrifying. <laughs> uh, like, have you ever watched a show and then just come out of it feeling like amazed and also very nauseous? Like that, and I have like he like helps me outside, and he 's like holding me on the shoulder as i'm dry heaving in the back alley from this play i didn 't have anything to drink i don 't drink I was just really moved and alarmed um, and uh um, I go, thank you for coming to see the show with me. This was really fun. Uh, and he said, yes, thank you for coming to see the show with me. It was. I agree, it was very fun. And I say, I think you're cute. And he says, thank you. You should know that I have a girlfriend. And I say, that's okay. We're, we're just friends. And then we shake hands. Um, and then we proceed to spend the next five hours hanging out, um, I go to sleep around 4 a.m. in his guest bedroom because he's a a freshman counselor, so he, like, has an extra room in his dorm that the school put there in case he ever needs, like, to help a drunk or sad frosh, like, (laughs) sleep it off. Um, And then I wake up the next day, and I am alive! Um, I, like, I'm just spending all day, I just, like, can't catch my breath. I am, just my brain is exploding, I call both my parents and say, hey, I think I've fallen in love. Um, They both call each other and say, I think Zach is having a manic episode. Um, And in hindsight, I think they were right, because um, later that day, I wrote an email um, to this person that said something along the lines of, hey... I, like, the night that we spent hanging out was life-changing, you are so incredible, like, um, and I understand that you are in a relationship, and that, like, we cannot be, like, romantically linked in that way, but I really love spending time with you, and I would just love to keep spending time with you and be friends with you if you are comfortable doing that, and if this email is scary, I am so sorry, and if you don't want to ever hang out again, I completely respect that, and thank you, goodbye, um... And then he doesn't respond for two days, which is terrifying and also entirely appropriate. And then eventually he does email me back and says, Yes, let's be friends. And we were friends. And we went to see pretty much every show at this tiny, strange avant garde theater that semester and then would spend hours afterwards uh, just hanging out. I would typically crash. Um, in his guest bedroom. Um, he had an embira. Um, Do you all know what an embira is? It's a little finger piano. It's like a tiny piano um, that you play with your fingers, and it creates the sound of God blowing in a wind chime. Um, and he would play me a song and the embira to help me fall asleep. We never kissed. This was a like platonic but platonic relationship. I met his girlfriend, she's very nice. Um, She has a violin playing duo um, with her sister. Um, But we just kept hanging out for the rest of the semester. The next semester, he was very busy with thesis stuff so we didn't hang out as much, but we would occasionally. Um, The last time we hung out, which was about four days before he graduated, um, and the night before I had to leave campus. Um we just walked around for 6 hours. He had like avocado oil cuz he was obsessed with avocados. We ate a lot of avocados in our relationship and he anointed me with avocado oil in this pseudo religious ritual. Um and now my boyfriend and I are invited to his wedding uh, to that girl this summer. He's great. <laughs>
2: things i really love about the story is just um the vivid way he illustrates what it's like to be like a theater kid in yeah. college, and i feel jealous about like i felt i feel like theater kids just have so much more fun than everyone else i in, think like, they high have a college.
3: lot more sex than okay, other. Well, yeah. i do i think well it's like frat neck and neck it's greek just life like, and theater kids. and just
2: like it's it's just a place where it's okay to be all in and like stupid passionate about what you do and i just i love that
3: yeah yep and zach just uh he was he was all in and stupid passionate that's perfect description thanks for taking a listen to another episode of the stoop storytelling series podcast we want to thank the Wine Source, which has been a longtime supporter of the Stoop. And boy, did they do
2: well during the pandemic. <laughs> and he, yes. And now that everybody wants to really party again, they're doing to do well, well too. <laughs> um, you can visit us at StoopStorytelling.com to learn about upcoming events or listen to stories. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stoop Storytelling Series. We want to thank Maureen Harvey for producing and to y'all for listening. And we will be back soon with more stories. From the steep. Stay safe.